It's time for Talking Michigan Transportation, a podcast devoted to the conversations with people at the forefront of the ongoing mobility revolution. In the state that put the world on wheels, here's your host, MDOT Communications Director, Jeff Cranson. Once again, this is the Talking Machine Transportation Podcast. I'm Jeff Cranson, Director of Communications at MDOT, and I'm very pleased to have with me today uh, an especially special guest, the Governor, Gretchen Wimmer. Thanks for doing this. I'm glad to be here. I love spending time with you. That's why I want to fix the damn roads so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we finally do it, we won't see each other anymore. So, um, big day, big couple days. Uh, yeah. Last night in your speech, you rolled out what was much rumored in terms of bonding. What brought you to this decision after everything you've been through the past year? Well, you know, I, I, I ran on fixing the damn roads. I introduced a budget last year that would have done that. It was not an easy thing to do, lead with a, a big gas tax, but you know, I'm tired of talking points and short-term fixes and phony fixes. I said I was going to do it, so I led with a gas tax. It's dedicated to the roads. It was a user fee. It was had all the hallmarks of what people say is an important thing to do when we raise revenues. And yet, I got no traction with the legislature. And not even that. They wouldn't even you know, counter me with a thoughtful proposal. So I didn't think they were serious about fixing this problem, and I am. So I decided I would use my unilateral powers to ask for ask the Transportation Commission to do a bond, and that's what I did. So when you talk about not countering with a serious proposal like anything that was ever made public that they put out there, um, did you feel like you were close at some point that maybe they, they were serious about offering you something in more informal talks? I wish I could say yes, but no. Okay. You know, we had a lot of conversation. They said this was a priority. They said they'd come up with a plan um, in, we were up on Mackinac Island in May. They said we'll come up with a plan in June and then it was pushed off till July and then it was pushed off till August. Then they didn't come back to work until September. Um, and it never was a real alternative put on the table. And it was really disappointing, frankly. I, I, um, I know that every day that goes by that we don't invest more, the problem gets more dangerous and more expensive. And so that's why I said I'm not going to play games. I'm not going to wait for another year to go by. We got to get started and this is the way that we can get started now and not not having to wait on the legislature. And so I'm sensitive um, about the the criticism that this is, you know, putting it off on our children and our grandchildren because I, I think, you know, doing what I've done for the last eight years that letting our roads crumble and letting our bridges crumble is passing on debt to our children and our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about the things that our forefathers did for us, like build the Mackinac Bridge. And yep. like, what are we doing for the future? So is that, how do you answer that to, to the people that talk about the debt? Well, I think that's right. You know, the generations before us made um, sacrifice to invest in things that they knew their grandkids would, would benefit from, whether it is a public education system or land-grant universities or the interstate highway system. These were investments that strengthened our country and our economy, and also that would benefit generations of Americans. And we've seen a utter lack of investment for, um, you know, decades actually at this point. And that's why, you know, we can't pass the buck. We can't pretend the problem's not there. We have to be serious and we have to start tackling it. And that's what that's what I'm trying to do. I do think about my kids and my hopefully hopefully I have some grandkids one day. I think about them as the globe continues to heat up and we've got all these water problems which are making our road issues worse. I think about them as I watch the national debt increase. I think about them as um, our infrastructure crumbles. 
it's just going to get more expensive and more dangerous for them. And that's why, actually, this is the right thing to do for all of us today and for them in the future. I'm glad you mentioned the water because this has become a huge issue for the department and, and you know, for roads across the state, but especially in Benton Harbor and the Lakeshore and the Thumb area. Uh, there are roads, you know, washing away because of this. And, you know, whatever the reason is, we know something's going on with the climate, something's going on with this high water, and it's adding expense to what's already a burden. So, Well, there's no question. I mean, uh, you know, I did the tour with you and, and the fabulous employees at MDOT and learned a lot. You know, I wore a hard hat and got to hit the side of some bridges. And just in doing that, you can hear where concrete is coming away from the framing, the metal framing of the bridge or steel. I don't know. See, I'm a little out of my, my, it's been a while since my comfort zone here, but, but, you know, just by doing that, you can tell water, um, it can be an incredibly dangerous thing and it is invasive. And the, the problems are only getting worse because of how inundated we are. And, the lack of freezing this year is actually, I see golfers out in, Janu- or in January and December, yeah. and they're thrilled about this weather, and I see, I see alarm bells. You yeah. know, I hear alarm bells going off because um, nothing's freezing, and that means that there's nowhere for all of this water yeah, to a, go. As a skier, I'm not happy when I see golfers out in January. I, I agree. <laughs> that, that industry is something I worry about, too. Yeah, so... Um, what is your long-term hope? I know the reporters asked you again today um, at the media roundtable and have been asking you about MEPSERS and, and other options. And mm-hmm. What's your long-term hope for the legislature to actually do something? Well, I'd like them to get serious and counter me. You know, I put the, the best, I believe I put the best plan on the table last year. I really do. Um, I know people aren't thrilled about a gas tax. No one is. I'm not thrilled about a gas tax, but we have to fix this problem. And I'm going to do everything I can to do it right. And so... It's time for the legislature to get serious and come up with an alternative. And if they won't, then hopefully I've got a legislature next year in the new session that will. Yeah. So when you talk about Michigan's roads being among the worst and the federal government hasn't come to the rescue either, as you know, the federal gas tax hasn't been raised since 1993. And I don't know what you can buy now for the same price that you could in 1993. Not much. The highway trust funds broke and perpetually bailed out by the general fund at the federal level. So... Um, are you going to mention investment when you um, give the State of the Union response next week? I mean, how could I give a speech without talking about fixing the damn roads, Jeff? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. I think that, you know, when I see my fellow governors who kind of bristled when they heard my tagline, fix the damn roads, now saying it, like, boldly, I know that this is a problem unique to Michigan in terms of the the magnitude of it, but not unique in the, the fact of it. Lots of states are confronting underinvested infrastructure. Governors on both sides of the aisle are asking for gas tax increases because the feds aren't doing their part. Um, and so we need people in Washington, D.C. who prioritize infrastructure, whether it is the water that's coming into our homes through water infrastructure underneath the ground, or it is the roads we drive on, or it is the bridges we cross or even the ability to connect online. All of these are critical infrastructure components that we need nationwide. So Greg Johnson, former chief operating officer at MDOT and chief engineer, uh, who left the department a few years ago to go run the Maryland State Highways Department, Mm -hmm. spoke very passionately at the uh, Transportation Commission meeting about his experience in Maryland with a road system about half the size of Michigan's, yet they invest about twice as much. First off, I would like to congratulate the commission on taking this step, congratulate the governor 
on having a bold vision. What other states are doing um, as far as investing in their infrastructure is tremendous. I am seeing uh, California, Texas, Florida, Ohio putting more money into their roadways. So this is a positive step. I agree this is not the final step. One other issue I, I want to address is that, you know, there's always a talk in the media, well, MDOT doesn't know how to build roads. So having ran Maryland State Highway Administration for a year and a half and saw what they did, Michigan is so far ahead of other states in utilizing technology and doing, making smart decisions. The only reason our system is behind is the money that is not being spent. And you hear that from other states all over the place. And I, I don't know, I feel like, you know, I've been at this for eight years trying to educate the public about funding and, and what we do and why we're in the situation we're in. And yet people still don't believe it somehow. Mm -hmm. that, you know, that can't be right, you know, because I pay what I pay at the pump or I pay what I pay in registration. So, I, you know, I guess we just keep at it. I think the, the magnitude of the problem is hard for people to get their heads around. You know, I, I really think that that's true. As I gave my presentations across the state, I people stood up and applauded. You know, I didn't know how people would react to the gas tax, but once they saw what we were confronting as a state, they got it. And they said, yeah, we expect this to be done and we expect we're going to have to chip in. It's better to chip in at the gas pump in, you know, gallon increments than to have to repair your car to the tune of, you know, $700 every year. And not just that, but the cost of your time and, um, you know, all of the, the other inconveniences of, of car repairs because our roads are falling apart. And so um, I do think that it's hard for people to understand how big the problem is and why and what it means in other parts of our budget so long as we're just trying to, you know, address crises along the way. When we get smart and we really plan and we have, um, you know, a comprehensive way to rebuild Michigan, everyone benefits. So it's kind of the Ev Dirksen thing, a billion here, a billion there. Pretty soon we're talking about real money because people don't grasp the gravity of the situation. It's true. You know, the um, I had people more often than not ask me, can marijuana taxes fix the roads? Yeah. And the, um, you know, marijuana will probably bring in some substantial money into the state, but you know, uh, 10 million, 100 million, that's a drop in the bucket when your problem is 2.5 billion over annually over 10 years. Exactly, yeah. Well, thank you for taking the time to do this and explain it, and uh, especially for um, being so kind and understanding to the MDOT workers who take a lot of the abuse and the brunt for the condition of the roads, so I well, appreciate that. Well, the MDOT workers are doing incredible work with very little support and very little resources, And uh, but for the quality of our workforce, I think it would be a lot tougher out there. I've got incredible confidence in the employees at MDOT, and I'm inspired by our state employees. They're the true public servants in the state. Thank you. Earlier you heard from the Transportation Commission meeting Thursday when former MDOT COO Greg Johnson spoke. As we wind down, let's hear another comment from the Transportation Commission meeting. This is from Commission member and former three-term mayor of Grand Rapids, George Hartwell. MDOT knows how to design and, and, and get roads built. Uh, so why are our roads in the condition that they're in today? Um, because over um, 
my experience now with four governors, uh, MDOT has never had enough money uh, to stay ahead of the natural deterioration of Michigan roads. Okay, thanks again for listening to this week's edition of Talking Michigan Transportation. And I want to give a special thanks to Corey Peaty, who uh, does the sound engineering for the podcast, and to Sarah Martin uh, of MDOT, who does the show's intro and closing. That's a wrap for this edition of Talking Michigan Transportation. Check out show notes and more on SoundCloud or by subscribing on Apple Podcasts.